This program is brought to you by thepodcastfactory.com. You are listening to Copy Chief Radio, and today we have a special guest, which I'll let Kevin introduce. Well, thank you, Jonathan. Yeah, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna let him introduce himself because that is part of the discussion here. Uh, how do we, how do we describe people? We're talking about race relations and marketing today. And look, I just want to quickly say that one of the things I love about this industry is how it's gotten so colorful over the last, uh, you know, five, six, seven years. Because when I started in this, you know, over a decade ago, it was all white dudes. You'd, <laughs> you'd, go, you'd go to a conference, man, and you, it, it could have been any industry where, you know, white males, uh, you know, dominated. And slowly you started to see more women, and that was cool. And now if you go to the right events, it's beautiful, man. There's people from, from all walks of life, and uh, it, it, it's, it's much more interesting now. So this topic came up in Copy Chief about leadership and and race relations and uh, Max uh, Ruzier. I'm saying it wrong. It's still Ruzier. <laughs> uh, started this. Sorry, Max. Uh, this amazing conversation. You and I both know Max from our our communities. He's very active in Copy Chief. He's very active in Ben's world. He's a super smart guy. Always fun to have Max around. And so, Max, tell us a little bit about who you are and what inspired you to start this. Wait, wait. First, tell us how to pronounce your last name. Yeah. Okay. So, it's Ruzier. It's French. Uh, Say it with a French accent. It makes it easier if you have that French accent. (laughs) Ruzier. Got it. (laughs) Yes. And that's actually, yeah, part of who I am. So, let's make this perfectly clear. I'm Max. I am a black man who is Haitian descent. My parents are from Haiti. They emigrated to America. I have a brother that is proudly gay, and I'm proud of him for being okay with that. And I love to date self-possessed, ethereal women. That's how (laughs) I... I (laughs) And that's important because if you're familiar with me and my work, I teach people to own their voice, and I do it by owning my voice and talking about things that are important to me. And... The reason I posted the thread was that I recognized that you had an amazing Truth About Marketing podcast episode with Doberman Dan. And what was brilliant about it is, unprovoked, I never asked you, and I'm pretty sure no one else asked you, you went out and you talked with him about police brutality. And I was just like, wait, what? And I already love you, I already admire you, but in this case, it was two white guys bringing up a subject that's affecting us all. There isn't anyone untouched globally by police brutality one way or another. And these are two white guys talking about this topic and in a way that actually humanized it because a lot of people make it about personal or political issues that aren't related to the topic because fundamentally it's like, why are we not able to sympathize and empathize um, with people and be more mindful as law enforcement agents to yeah, remedy a situation before it escalates? Yeah. Awesome. Wow. 
Great. Okay, good. So let's dive into the topic. Uh, we have a lot to cover in a little bit of time, but you, you describe yourself, you know, as, as a black man first. So here's one of the, one of the issues where people just get hung up right here is like, as a white dude, people like don't know how to describe black dudes. And I say, he's a black dude <laughs> or they're, <laughs> they're that, like, yeah. right. Fact, it, it's and, better for you to call me black than to call me African-American because I'm not African-American. Not every black person yeah. is from Africa. In right. my case, I am Haitian. I, was born in the States, so I'm actually American, but I'm Haitian descent. I'm Haitian ethnically. And so to call me black, I take that proudly. But if you were to call me African American, I would be offended because it's like I have more direct lineage that I can point to and like even bring you to the island and introduce you to some people. And yeah, so the safest thing you can call anyone, of course, is always black or better yet, just say, hey, how do you identify? Because it might not even be racially or ethnically. Yeah. These are the ways... I choose to identify myself. And if you think about yourself and Jonathan yourself as well, how do you like to identify? It might not even be racially at all. Being that you're white males, you probably don't have to think about it too much. I am general. Puerto Rican. You see? Puerto Rock from around the block, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we all choose these styles. And then there are people that will be like, oh, I'm a marketer and that's how I identify. Like, that's, that's my all. Like, and it's like, cool, that's your thing. But yeah. what matters most, I believe, is not feeling afraid to say, oh, you have a unique personality trait. You look black to me or what have you. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, just asking that question, how do you like to identify? Yeah, and I like that. If you do that, you really get to understand it from their perspective, not yours. But but even when, you know, uh, white folks are, are describing friends of theirs who, you know, uh, happen to be black, you know, it, it, it usually doesn't matter and need to come up in the context of the conversation. But should it uh, have relevance, though, I think a lot of times go out of their way to, to try to find the most PC description. And to me, that usually ends up sounding more racist. <laughs> and, you know, it's almost like, oh, the colored folks, you know, oh. like really appreciate, you know, like, what are we saying? Like, that, but that was the term once that sounded yeah, I know people in my lifetime who thought colored was the right term. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's it just gets crazy. So Absolutely. and that's why I want to jump quickly, Max, to, to Black Lives Matter, yes. because um, I, I think a part of it is people get so hung up on the title, the idea. And Ooh. oh, my God, it's, it's like one of those topics that's so hard to weigh in on or have an opinion about because just the wording of it gets people so confused. Yeah, actually, Pandora took a big hit after um, they sided with Black Lives Matter. So it's definitely important to talk about. So Black Lives Matter is not just a, a hashtag. It's an actual organization that is well-maintained with a hierarchy that is situated uh, globally, but mostly in America, to make sure that we are protesting these issues and giving voice to the people. And we call it Black, and it's not me specifically, but it's called Black Lives Matters because we recognize the importance of, yeah, yeah, giving power to marginalized voices. Mm -hmm. And I like to do it this way. Let's say your house is burning down. Naturally, you're going to call the fire department. And what are they going to do? They're going to put the fire out. But what if they came to your block and they started watering all the houses and said, all houses matter? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Ah, not yeah. saying people are um, are bad and we only got to take care of this one group. Yeah. Saying that 
hey, right. like there that. are people that need some support. Let's recognize them and see what they're going through. Yes, thank you. That's a great analogy. I love that. That's the best one I've heard. You know, <laughs> gosh, people get so hung up on, oh, my God. Ooh, All oh, lives yeah. matter and white lives matter. Oh, I know. We, we know that already. Exactly. But there's a point to this. That's what we you know? deal with every day. And here's another part. And I'm thinking about it from um, – I'm a big fan of Gene Kelly. I grew up watching his movies. He's the dancer. He was one of the first guys that says, hey, I'm a man. I have a body. I'm going to dance like a man instead of trying to dance like a woman. And because of that, he did like Singing in the Rain, which he's best known for. But he did another movie called An, uh, An American in Paris, my favorite. And he plays this like former GI that's a painter. And this applies to business and marketing, too. And he goes, uh, this college student's like, oh, I want to discuss your work with you. And, and he's like, I don't want to discuss my work. <laughs> I'm not interested in your opinion of my work. If you say something nice, it won't make me feel any better. And if you don't mm-hmm. do it, at all, if you don't say anything nice, it'll bother me. And I always love that quote because I think that's very much how we need to approach our businesses and our lives. And in this topic, it's how do we talk to people? Because right now we're specifically talking about race, but everything that relates to um people as individuals so like there's no black person that wants to discuss their black identity in a way that like we have to explore like as black people we know who we are individually and collectively what Mm -hmm. matters most to us is like can we actually do whatever we showed up to do with you and actually grow in that we can talk about what we're going to do next as friends business partners customers this that the other and the same with women. Like, no woman needs to like, discuss yeah. how she feels about her body or the choices she makes as a mother, as a friend, as a lover, this, that, the other. And on any paradigm, that's always the case. And we know who we are and how we are. It's just whether or not you want to accept that and be part of the conversations we're leading in other areas of our life mm. as that identity. Wow. Great stuff, Max. I'll tell you one thing that really really struck me about how this thread evolved. And again, you, you, you wrote a really thoughtful, uh, intelligent, um, uh, thread starter and it, it took all kinds of amazing twists and turns. Some of them were uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, at one point somebody posted this, <laughs> this thread is getting nasty and it sh- maybe it should be closed. Right. Oh yeah. Your and, response and, to that was just like, what blew me away. But go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I and I said, yeah, I basically said no one's no one here is looking to hurt someone else. And, uh, you know, censorship is oppression. And if, if we don't have discussions like this, we'll never understand each other and grow. And yeah. fortunately, uh, it, it didn't. You know, as the leader of the community, of course, I was monitoring very closely and, and, and concerned. But. Man, uh, as always, I've been so proud of the community because even though it got a little uncomfortable, nobody resorted to name calling. No, nobody, you know, it's just <laughs> we, 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 we were able to try to understand each other and grow. Uh, yeah. And, and so one thing I want to talk about, I'll tell you the, a moment and, and I should probably have a separate conversation with Lauren because it was her comment that I think was struck me most when she said, it's the silence sometimes that is so loud. If, if you're if you're affected by this issue uh, in a deep way, and people you look up to ha- have n- don't acknowledge it in any way whatsoever, sometimes that says more to you than if they had said at least something. And wow. it struck me because my take on these 
situations is is twofold. On uh, one instance, I I feel like actually it's threefold. One is I feel like if I'm gonna say something about this publicly, I need to do a lot of homework. I'm a I'm yeah. a seven I'm a seven on the on the Colby and the fact finder. And yeah. I'm sorry, I'm an eight. I'm an eight four four four. That means I need a lot of facts before I feel comfortable moving ahead. And I usually and this probably sounds bad, but just literally don't have the time to reach the kind of uh, data input I need to feel like I can form a a valuable opinion that I that I can stand behind. That sounds right. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, we're going to call you Max Max is a quick start. (laughs) <laughs> and, and, oh yeah yeah all three of us are in the co-play so um <laughs> yeah. uh, listening to this definitely it's beautiful it's my favorite framework for understanding what drives you yeah so so real quickly let me say and then so oh. when lauren pointed out that you know people she looks up to and pays for advice and uh, gives credence to on the topic of marketing some of those people uh there's silence on these topics that are s- so affecting so much of our society uh, offended her in some ways. How does that or work? Or, that or, that or, bugs the hell out of me when I read that, by the way. And maybe I'm an asshole. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I, I have a couple thoughts. And again, I don't want to derail. Uh, we brought Max here to talk. He has a lot of thoughts to share, but I really want to hear what he has to say about this. On one hand, Jonathan, you could say, now, wait a minute. I'm, it's not my job or my place to, if I don't want to weigh in on this, I don't have to say anything. And it's really the safer play. Uh, if you, if you're not a politically charged person or anything like that, to just have your thoughts and your discussions privately is no obligation to have them publicly. But you know what, what it, what it showed me was these are things I do care about. And, and to know that people that I also care about who are so affected by it, you know, wonder, uh, uh, h- how I feel about it, to me, it, it it creates an obligation that I didn't feel I had before, at least to pay closer attention to what's happening and at least form my thoughts around it in a way that I may, may or may not choose to express, but make sure that I give the time. For instance, I did not watch the, uh, the video, the famous uh, Facebook video. Oh, no, I will not. Yeah. Well, I watched it now because of this discussion. Mm. I felt I need to, but I, I'm like you, man. I did not want to see it. There's enough. I don't watch CNN for the same reason. I don't want to see a loop of tragic, terrible stuff happening over and over. I read the paper to understand what happened. And I just don't need those images floating around my head. I got too much good Mm -hmm. stuff to do. That's a choice I make. But at the same time, there's, if you're, if you're going to be part of, an evolution in an evolution is really needed here. We're going to have to, I think, expose ourselves to some stuff that's uncomfortable. And so that that's kind of my evolution. It is though. It's not about exposing yourself to things that are uncomfortable because you're already exposed. It's whether or not we're going to do anything with that energy, because I didn't have to watch that video to be exposed to it. I actually incidentally heard it on one of my favorite podcasts and it's like, great, I didn't want to listen to this and now I'm actually listening to it. And we all have the news feeds, we all have friends, it's in the newspapers. Like even if you don't want to be a part of this, you already are because you're born into a community where it exists. And my thing is is to challenge you, uh, you both, not to concern with 
oh, it's not my responsibility, it's not my role, or I'm not political. It's not your job to talk about these issues and take a stand on these issues, although that would be awesome. It's to say, wow, I have customers that are seeing the same thing I'm mm. seeing, and they feel a certain way about it, but probably the same way that I do. Let me reach out to them and just say, hey, how are you feeling? Mm. The past week, five officers died, a man was shot, and for unprovoked reason, and his daughter was in the back seat, and there, this other guy started. was shot yeah. in the legs when he was fully complying with the... Uh, so it's like, yeah. I don't need you to have an opinion on that. I just want you to check in, check Acknowledge it. Say, mm. hey, how are you feeling this week? It's a one-sentence email. We could all send that to our list today. And mm. that's what's un unsettling, is that, yeah, we do a lot of business with people, uh, me especially, and it's... I'm spending all my money on people that aren't necessarily acknowledging that I exist. And in your case, that's why the episode was so powerful, because I didn't ask you to talk about police brutality, but you did. Mm -hmm. It's like it was another validation that this guy that I look up to, that I work with, that I admire, that I tell other people about, that I'm always like evangelizing for, is talking about things um, without me needing him to talk about it. And it was just... It's very beautiful because now I want to double down on my investments in copy chief. Mm -hmm. And that's the added benefit. But fundamentally, we're in this together. We're a community. Responsibility isn't given or taken. It's it's a part of who you are as soon as you're a part of any one group. So it's like, how can I help my peer? Um, how can I understand what they're going through? How can we talk about our feelings, not why things are happening, but like how we feel and what we can mm -hmm. do with that energy? Wow. Uh, I want to hear Jonathan's thoughts on this, but yeah, uh, I'm on the other ahead. side. I just, I, I don't feel the same as you guys and it's totally cool, but I don't feel like bringing any of that into my world. So I'm totally on the other. I try to stay away from the news. I didn't see most of this stuff on the news feed. So I stay away from stuff like that. I don't comment on politics or religion at all. But it's just the way I roll, and I, I didn't never felt like I needed to check in on that kind of stuff because that, I don't feel like that relates to the business side. But I get where you're coming from, uh, yes, Max. I see what you're saying. You, you, you know, we're, we're all together. We might have the same opinion. It bonds people to you. For me, there's stuff that I just don't talk about, and nobody's going to make me talk about it. And certainly, and certainly, and I'm not going to force you to do that. But the other side of it is if you were on the street and you were witness to someone being harassed, um, whether it was police or otherwise, what would your initial reaction be? Oh, I would get that. If I'm right there in the middle of that, I'm going to do something. And Same. that's what it is. And that's all I'm talking about. Regardless of what platform you do it, I'm, I'm, I fully recognize my leadership role. So regardless of what context I'm in, I'm going to exercise that. That's why I started the post to begin with. And I don't care what people say or don't say. But what matters is this. And actually, we can talk about the stats. Uh, everyone wants to bring up stats, reports, and this, that about police brutality isn't good or bad, as everyone thinks. And it's like, statistically, all violent crimes globally and nationally, you can look this up with the FBI and CIA, come from 3% or affect 3% of the population, meaning 97% of us are not committing cr crimes. The way it's talked about in the media, it seems like it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. So fundamentally, there's only like three out of every 100 people that are actually going out and doing criminal things. And they're enabled by the rest of us that aren't talking up calling them out as they're doing the crimes. So if you're on the street, someone harasses a woman, someone's harassing a black person, a cop, just a civilian, whomever, 
and you're not saying anything, you're not doing anything, but you're like, oh, that's so disgusting in your mind or maybe quietly to your friends. We're part of that problem and we're enabling others to think that it's okay and continue. So regardless of whether you're doing this in your business or not, it's important to recognize that, hey, I have a role in this and what am I willing to do in those spaces where I am comfortable? And when I am, when I'm not uncomfortable, what can I learn to maybe help someone or put someone else in that position to like talk about it for me or with me so I do feel comfortable? Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. And then this, again, this is all marketing 101. Like the way we convert as marketers is to sympathize and empathize with our customers. It doesn't have to be in any direct way, like weight loss. We can still talk about these things with weight loss. I have uh, Kalyani Pardeshi, she suffered postpartum depression and that's the other side of the spectrum, which is health issues. I am sickle cell anemia and I talk about that in my work. And in her case, she was dealing with postpartum depression and she can talk about that with her work because women can empathize with that and they can connect with her and she's converting more people. So, you know, I can see the discussion already and maybe this is an interesting thing to add. I'd like to hear from people where they stand on their obligation to reach out. And I don't know how many people are in it in a role where they feel like they're looked to as a leader, but, uh, you know, some people, I, I see both sides of it. Some people go, yeah, well, what don't I have to remark on? <laughs> it, it, right? You know, do, do I have to announce my political affiliation? Do right. I have to, do I I have to scan the news and make sure I, con- you know, and I think before it gets silly like that, let me just say what, what struck me about it was this is obviously something I, 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 I was thinking about. Uh, I'm noticing I'm, I'm talking to my family, my kids about, and the fact that it didn't occur to me to step out, and just say a little something, uh, or, or specifically reach out to people who I should know that it's hurting and that it's, it's important to was a great lesson to me. Absolutely. Even privately. That's right, Max. And, and, and so that to me personally, that was, that was a great lesson. And I'd be interested to hear how other people feel. Let's just say this. If, if someone's listening and they're kind of having some awakenings around this, or this is maybe hopefully helping them say, you know, well, what, 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 what can I say or do? Because, you know, I'm not, not a racist person. Of course, they don't feel like they have to go around and now you don't go around and say, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm not racist. Some of my you best know? friends are Puerto Ricans, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what, what, what from, from, from a black man's point of view in this business of marketing, which is still dominated by white guys. Yeah. What's one thing we can do or, or think about and be conscious of that would kind of help? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. And it's the one thing we don't do a lot in social media in general uh, online. It's to remember that there's someone on the other side of the screen that you're posting with, whether it's to your business or to your email list in your marketing or one-on-one in a Facebook, this, that, the other, that for everything that you post, there's someone who's just like you, thoughts, feelings, opinions, emotions, concerns, fears, biases, that is reading what you're writing. And when we're really connecting with people that way, everything I do is relationship-based. And so when we're connecting with people that way, we're connecting as people instead of prospects and cattle and customers, this, that, the other, like we're one-on-one. So if you want to be mindful without taking a stance, at least just 
think of the other person reading. I like it. Let's end there. Max Rousier, thank you, my friend, for being with us and, you know, taking on a, a tough topic. And I think uh, hopefully, you know, I'm sure this will spark a discussion. There are people who totally disagree and think this is ridiculous and that reaching out to somebody and making an assumption that they have thoughts or opinions about uh, hot topic things could be potentially dangerous. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's all kinds of interesting discussion still to happen around this, but uh, I just thought let's start somewhere just because it's got to be talked about. We have to just communicate more and better. So thanks for helping us do that, Max. And uh, and that's a wrap, Jonathan, for this one. Let me give a shout out to Max. Hopefully I get your website right. That that manmax.com. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. And then I the top so. of mind newsletter, which that's which right. I'm a big fan of. Very, very great work. Thatmanmax.com. Thank you, Max. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, Thank you, Chiefs, for tuning in. And we will be back in your earbuds next time. You've been listening to Copy Chief Radio. Thank you for tuning in. If you're digging what we are laying down for you, then your next step is to go over to iTunes. Type in Copy Chief Radio into the search bar. And when you find a show subscribe we will be back in your earbuds next week this is the podcastfactory.com 